Welcome to Who Are These Broadcasters? That's Eric Zane, who one thing I'll tell you about my buddy Easy, he cleans up nice. About 10 minutes ago, you wandered into the studio dressed like you were planning to spend the next four days outside of a Walmart waiting for Black Friday deals. Although I believe at uh, your house, you call that day something different, don't you? Yeah, it's uh, waiting outside for blacks. Ah, see, we want to capture the spirit of Thanksgiving dinner right away on this show. And, you know, I was thinking uh, about uh, Thanksgiving dinner and how it's always a contentious time because somebody's always got to talk about politics. Enjoy this year. Just imagine next Thanksgiving after the presidential election. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know, I just I just I just look for the loudest person. Yep. And just side with them and just let I mean let it let the chips fall as they may. But yeah, I'm with him. Uh, that that's what I've been thinking. I mean, uh, American-made cars are overrated, aren't they? All right, I'm gonna go get a drink. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm Christian Blatt. That is Eric Zane. Welcome to Who Are These Broadcasters? Uh, I, I I was thinking, pull up a chair, come sit at the little kids' table with us. We're gonna have fun. Uh, I like to think of our show on a regular week like a turducken, which is clips stuffed inside of clips stuffed inside of even more clips. So uh, that's why for Thanksgiving, we're we're going all out, all turducken. And uh, Eric, you'll be handling the super chats. Let everybody know how that works. Oh, it's so simple. Of course, Christian signs off with something, something uh, poignant and clever on his own. Well, we want to avoid that. We want yeah. you to say something terrible so that Christian can sign off with that. And that goes to the highest Super chat. Um, if you do are so inclined to do a super chat, we'll be happy to uh, put them up on the screen. We can enjoy, probably get a good laugh out of it. So be as mean as possible and put Christian in a uncomfortable, awkward, and compromising position with the sign off that he has to say. So, yeah. And uh, remember two things that uh, it's the highest US dollar amount. That's very important. I don't want any of that uh, Minnesotan money that Cardiff always uses. And also, I think it's important that if you don't give me a line to say that I'm going to be apologizing for at Thanksgiving dinner at my wife's house, you failed us as as a show, as a network, as a channel. So please put something filthy in, directly into my mouth. Uh, I'm curious, uh, how how uh, familiar is the family of your shenanigans here? I mean, can you is it is it something you just keep uh, them in the dark about, or are they well they, aware of what's happening here? They they know about uh, a number of things I do on YouTube. They're aware of my personal podcast, The Blatcast, uh, which I've been doing for more than a decade now. But uh, no, no, I think my wife watched the first couple of these. Um, and then when Carl left, she was like, well, why should I keep watching this piece of shit? And I was like, you know what? There's a lot of people who agree with you. Uh, you know, I mean, 
This guy is, I don't know, Carl has a deal with the devil. Never before has a person who is so untalented been able to draw <laughs> such a, a vast array of people. I, How does this fucking idiot do that? I mean, really? Well, I'm in negotiations with his people to see if uh, maybe he'll play Santa at our WATB Christmas party, which is separate from the WATP yep. Christmas party because we're not invited to that. Uh, anyway. I, I, I should add, if, if you make me laugh, with your with your comments, you can bypass all of this if it's yeah. actually funny. We're not we're not one to poo-poo your chats if you have something like Kelly writes, where's hot Carla Chompers McClubfoot? <laughs> Almost made the cut. I, I said it, but I didn't post it. So and by the well, way, Carl Carl is here enjoying this and uh he's he's not liking the direction I mean, that uh I feel like I want to put it on the screen just so I can grab a screen grab of it and send it directly to my girl, Kendi. You know, Kendi. I, I think she would appreciate that. Uh, I, I will say that there is a, uh, a a percentage of the audience that that is the number one question, and that is, where's Carl? And uh, we he's, don't He's right know. there in the chat. We don't he's know. Right he's not, But where his physical location is, I don't know. It could be anywhere. Somewhere counting all of the money that we are making for him as he is the executive producer and we, he has the stamp of approval. So all of you who want to get rid of this show, it's impossible. Carl loves us. Okay. We yeah. are his, he is the biggest fan of this show. It's his idea. So, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. No. Yeah. It's his favorite show because all he has to do is stay in the chat and uh, tell us how much we suck. But exactly. I actually think that we're great. Kelly Riddle, by the way, also get Tukey as a third mic. I'll tell you. I asked, okay, and he said no. No, Tuki's uh, Tuki's very busy. You know what? Tuki's soup is on in the morning now. Uh, Tuki's gone crazy. Anyway, that is not what we're here to talk about. That's what Tuki soup is for. So you have to go check out other shows if you want to see other people. You're stuck with me and EZ right now, but we are starting somewhere different than usual because of the fact that politics be crazy. I mean, it'd be really crazy. A lot of people talking about Christian and Carl's segment, making it great with who are these politics? And there's two ways to look at this. A lot of times we have people in the chat clamoring for like, where are the Trump clips? And then you have the other people that are like, oh my God, all right, now it's time for... This is our Trump clip for Thanksgiving, but I'm going to tell you, it's a doozy. Eric, you found this. You brought this to my attention. I want to make sure that you set it up properly, sir. Well, um, it's not that different than when it was introduced to you. You saw it. I saw it the same way you saw it, except I presented it to you. Uh, his his moments in Iowa turn into like two-hour podcasts. You notice he's got the lean going when he's at the mic. He's very comfortable. So when you're that comfortable... Uh, you can pretty much say whatever you want, and he does, because somehow uh, Trump delves into the story about uh, when he was like in Russia or something like that, about yeah. the uh, the Russian prostitutes pissing on him. Do you remember that one, Christian? Oh, do I remember it? I, I, I say it right after my prayers every right. single night, right before I go to bed. Well, this and, is and, this I, and I tell my kids about it, too. You know, one day you can go to Russia. Look. Let's be honest here. The American people, the average person for four years of Trump to four years of Biden, I'll bet you, regardless of who you chose, your life is about the same. OK. And I know some people are extra passionate and oh, this is going to happen. None of that's going to happen. But I'll tell you this. If Trump is in office, 
we will get amazing moments like this, and I think that needs to be respected. Holy yeah, shit, look, please. He uses a phrase that should be on the top of every list, reminding him, hey, don't say these two words. You'll know the words when you hear them. He was with four hookers. You think that was good that night to go up and tell my wife, it's not true, darling. I love you very much. It's not true. Actually, that one she didn't believe because she said he's a germaphobe. He's not into that, you know? He's not into golden showers, as they say they call them. He's not. I don't like that idea. No, I didn't. I thought that would be a big problem. I was going to have a rough night, but that one she was very good on, she said. You know, I feel like he's not good with the idea of golden showers. That tells me that he's never actually tried it. Come on, you know? Oh, I disagree. I He's absolutely had people piss <laughs> on him in his mouth. He's had mouthful. He's had cheeks full of piss that he gulped down. I, that's what I believe he's had his eyes burning from piss. And that, yeah. that's great. I mean, this is fucking incredible. A man running for president is talking about getting pissed on. Holy yeah. shit. I mean, if there are those allegations about you, Eric Zane, uh, well, no, see, I feel like you would probably start off your show and spend like a week on it. But if you're if, if somebody else, anyone else who's ever run for any office in history would probably be like, yeah, that's probably the one thing I shouldn't talk about. Oh. True, not true, doesn't matter. But uh, he embraces it. He gives it a big, warm, golden hug. And oh. that's what some of us love about him. Oh, fuck it. Uh, you You couldn't be more right. This is. This is all lends to the whole thing about since um, running in 2016 leading up to that to now. Yeah. This has all just been like a hobby for him where he's just <laughs> fucking around, yeah. you know, Jesus. Yeah. He, yeah. Him running for president is more like when George W. Bush was done being president and he decided, I think I'm going to paint now. So I, I, what's interesting is I just saw Michael Rappaport. I don't know if you saw that clip. Um, he just posted a social media clip of him saying that he's going to vote for Trump, which is insane because he's been, oh, he's hated Trump forever. But Biden is so fucked up that I think that that's, I mean, people have to choose whether we're going to deal with this narcissist who's 99% of the people who follow him are retards or Biden, who's just a fucking uh, uh, Alzheimer's patient. Well, see, and this is why we started with this clip, Eric, because we wanted it to feel like before the before the salad even comes out on Thanksgiving, you know, which, by the way, in the United States of America, salad is a big old tray of macaroni and cheese. That's uh -huh. the salad, at least at the least the way I grew up. Yes. <laughs> well, in addition to the former president, uh, there's been uh, I'm hesitant to call them fights because uh, it's a lot of tough talk. It's a lot of uh, guys who aren't tough guys playing tough guys. And uh, the first one of those does involve one of the least tough guys uh, in, in Washington, Kevin McCarthy. Uh, there's no video for this. Now, we're playing a video, but there's, there's audio. The, obviously, Kevin McCarthy is somebody who's going to bump someone when NPR is there because uh, it's not going to be as incriminating. But uh, take a look at what happens during a, an interview for NPR with uh, Representative Burchett. And don't ask me his first name, but Representative Burchett. Tim, we'll see him Tim, in a moment. Tim Burchett. There you go. Thank you. I'm glad somebody's better read. I actually, you know, it's, I actually knew I him. All right. Did um, you? Yeah, I, I knew him when he was a state representative in uh, Tennessee from uh, when I was living in Knoxville. I, we used to talk to this guy all the time back in the day. 
All right. Well, he seems uh, seems like a good guy uh, in that uh, he pisses off Kevin McCarthy. So let's give a listen. I think it went all right. Yeah. Sorry, Kevin. Didn't mean to elbow. Why'd you elbow me in the back, Kevin? Hey, Kevin, you got any guts? Jerk. <laughs> you got them so they sit there and the reporter said it right there. What kind of chicken move is that? You're, you're pathetic, man. You are so pathetic. What a jerk. You need security, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I, I believe I believe 100 that that happened, and I 100 uh, percent believe that Burchett was is is being straight up there. He always struck me as a straight up guy. May not be now. I don't know, but uh, that's fantastic. I love that. Yeah. No. No. And uh, I like that he chased him down. You know, he didn't just go like, "Oh, the uh, the guy who uh, barely got elected Speaker of the House and couldn't hold on to it uh, thinks he's going to strong arm me," uh, but. He uh, Burchett takes uh, some time to speak to a CNN reporter Oops. and uh, let's uh, let's go to that. And then we'll also uh, hear from McCarthy himself. He's a bully with 17 million dollars in a security detail. Now, he's the type of guy that when you're a kid would throw a rock over the fence and run home and hide behind his mama's skirt. You just don't expect <laughs> a guy who was at one time three steps away from the White House to sucker hit you with a sucker punch in the in the, in the hallway. Yeah, it wasn't a punch. Come on. Here's McCarthy's response. A denial. No, I did not elbow him. No, I would not elbow him. I would not hit him in a kidney. I guess a reporter was interviewing Burchard or something. I guess our shoulders hit because Burchard runs up to me after. I didn't know what he was talking about. Some reporters asked me. I did not run and hit the guy. I did not kidney punch him. Oh, come on now. Yes, sure. Okay, but <laughs> just a few seconds later, McCarthy seemed to channel O.J. Simpson saying, if I did it... <laughs> I'm not hitting somebody. If I hit somebody, they would know I hit him. If I was punch him, he'd know it. If I kidney punch him, he'd be on the ground. So come on. Okay. Which one of those do you think is uh, least believable? I'm going to start with uh, the the last part, uh, Eric. The idea that he would kidney punch any human being. I mean, I guess maybe Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and I mean now, not uh, not before she passed. Yeah, he probably could knock her over. But right. it, for the most part, I don't I don't know who Kevin McCarthy thinks he's knocking over. You know. Wouldn't it be refreshing though if they said, uh, um, if, if they said, did you uh, hit him in the back? And he said, oh yeah, absolutely. If it wouldn't, I mean, because what what could really happen there? Nothing really. I mean, who no, cares? you should have been like, yeah, yeah, and the and the the pussy didn't even try and yeah. hit me back. Yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta lean into shit. You yeah. gotta quit fight. You gotta quit being defensive. You gotta go. You know, <laughs> I mean, uh, say what you mean, mean what you say. That's that's what this is all about. Yeah, don't, look, don't act like a bitch and, and backpedal. Come on. Yeah, if you don't want to get bitch slapped, don't act like a bitch. <laughs> but God instead, he's like, no, 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 no. I wouldn't have done that because, uh, you know, he would have had to go to the hospital. All right. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I think if there's anything that could have made people like Kevin McCarthy, would be like, yeah, the guy's a punk. I, I did bump into him. I didn't hurt him. It's fine. Right. That, I mean, we. I think. I think we're starting to get there with more of that, especially with this week's clips. But uh, oh, you know, well, I'm glad you put it that way, Eric, because that was definitely the undercard to uh, Oklahoma Republican Senator Mark Wayne Mullen. In a hearing, uh, he was addressing Sean O'Brien, who is the president of the International Brotherhood of Teamsters. 
which, you know, sometimes when you get these people's titles, you're like, oh, yeah, really, everybody is, you know, Masons or Stonecutters. It's, it's it's all real. You know? Right. Everybody's part of some secret fraternal brotherhood. I get it. It's every, it's all skull and bones. But um, he took umbrage. Yeah, I use the word umbrage on the show. What are you going to do about it? I like it. Uh, he took umbrage with uh, something that Sean O'Brien had said. And uh, he took this opportunity where they were in the same room to let him know how he felt about it. Like he's self-made. Sir, I wish he was in the truck with me when I was building my plumbing company myself. And my wife was running the office because I sure remember working pretty hard and long hours. Pretends like he's self-made. What a clown. Fraud. Always has been. Always will be. Quick the tough guy act and these Senate hearings, you know where to find me any place, any time cowboy. Huh. So this is a time. This is a place you want to run your mouth. We can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay. That's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, oh, stop it. <laughs> is that your solution? Every poll. Oh. No, no. Sit down. Sit down. Okay. And as if I have to identify that other voice for our audio audience, of course, yeah. we potentially have one of the greatest moments in U.S. Senate history. And here comes Bernie Sanders trying to, you know, piss on everybody's parade. You know, you're a United States senator. Sit down. Oh, okay, okay. Sit down, please. All right. Uh, Can I respond? Mr. Hold Sh- it. Hold it. If Hold we can't, no, I have the mic. Said. I'm sorry. This is Hold what he it. said. You'll have your time. Okay. Can I respond? Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> I wanted to make sure to get that part in there. Where, no, you can't. No, no, you can't. I mean, you see the gnarled hand reaching. Hold it. Hold it. Uh, everybody hold it there. Get it. You're a United States senator. I mean, Jesus Christ. Like, like, like that matters. I like how you had those, those two fluffy girls behind Mark Wayne Mullen. <laughs> I don't know if they were the, were they his muscle? Those women that were behind him, I believe uh, they were the uh, they were the ring girls. Uh, basically, <laughs> they would they would have held up the card if it had gone more than uh, one round. But yes. uh, yeah, <laughs> my my money's on on the, the uh, uh, mob guy. I mean the union guy. <laughs> yeah, he's probably killed hundreds of people. I mean, yeah, yeah, he who, yeah. I think that uh, Senator Mullen has been in fights, but uh, I do think that the union guy. Let's just say allegedly maybe he might know where a couple of people might be buried and then the idea that mullen says we're consenting adults isn't that what you say before you fuck (laughs) (laughs) well he he was gonna fuck him up on the floor of the senate uh, you know and by the way i think bernie would have liked to watch that you know i mean give it a try it's like golden showers you know you can watch two men beat the shit out of each other there's where else can you go where that happens at work? Well, yeah, you know, probably almost anywhere except the Senate, but still fucking nope. Bernie. Those two have gone back and forth for quite some time. And uh, uh, that is I hope it continues to. Uh, to go on, Jesus, that I, was fantastic. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and Nicola with two pounds, uh, you know, you know that the uh, super chats are light, Eric, when somebody asks this question. <laughs> Right. Perhaps she, perhaps Nicola, the lovely and talented Nicola got here late. Are we doing super chats? Love you guys. I'll love you too. Thank you. Uh, yes, I we lo- are. I love all two pounds of you, Nicola. Thank you so much. So Very, very sweet. So there was a lot of attention to this uh, Senator Mullen clip. 
And uh, there, there's a number of things we could have played. I, I could have uh, gone to my friends at the Young Turks. But uh, in moments like this, we need to turn to fellow tough guy, Sean Hannity, which is going to bring us right over to who are these pundits. Folks out there need to listen up, mainly because here comes who are these pundits. And I think Sean says it all. I don't think I need to actually set this up. He's reacting to the incident we just saw. That's all you need to know. When I grew up, it was a little bit of a different time. When me and my friends, when we played football, when we played basketball, I played hockey. You know, I don't think there was a single day that we were playing sports where we didn't drop the gloves or, you know, have a, a brief interlude of, you know, th throwing fists and it, right. it'd be, all be over. You pick up and you start playing again. You know, yeah. when all of a sudden did, did we become that woke that the thought of two people, uh, one responding to a threat directly saying, OK, you threatened me. Here's your opportunity. Take me up on it. Yeah, well, it's political correctness. It's it's, it's all of a sudden you got to worry about somebody's feelings. But oh, by the way, the left can say whatever they want. OK, <laughs> so <laughs> let's fight is what they're saying. They're saying yeah. that going forward, uh, we have to fight like Game of Thrones yeah. during these <laughs> during these little fucking uh, Senate hearings, I guess. Yeah. And by the way, as much as I wanted to see that fight, I don't know that it's being woke or political correctness as much of a buzzkill as Bernie was. Somebody probably needed to say, you know, you guys can go fight on the Capitol steps. But maybe not here, like maybe not in this right, room. Right. You know? I mean, whatever you I, I hope they do fight. I mean, I would be yeah. happy if they fought. Um, Dusty says, hey, you fucking morons. That's you and I. The yeah. senator, Mark Wayne Mullen, used to fight in the MMA. Uh, he was 40. Um, yeah, yeah, everybody knows that. But just because you fight MMA doesn't mean you're any fucking good. Obviously, he sucks shit if now. He's running a plumbing company and in the Senate. So fuck that guy. I'm still Wait. going with the union dude. He would have killed I think, him. Uh, I think Dusty, I counted the number of asterisks that he had. I don't think he called us fucking morons. I think he called us another F, F oh, word morons. All yeah. right. Okay. But uh, yeah, look, I think there's, uh, there's training, there's athletic, even UFC fighting. And then there's uh, fighting where, Let's just say that I bet he knows where Jimmy Hoffa has been buried for yeah. 40 years. Uh, yeah, just hypothetically. So I know what you're saying. And that's why I want the fight, though. I just understand why uh, Bernie decided to be a buzzkill. Yeah, he uh, ruined everything. Sanders, yeah. Sanders ruined America with that. Everyone in America wanted to see that fight. And that asshole broke it up. Those two hot, those uh, two fluffy chicks behind him. They were hot. If you looked underneath their chair, <laughs> it was completely wet. Everybody was ready to go for the fight. Brenda, why is there a puddle underneath your chair? <laughs> it's like, well, not anymore. There's not. Uh, you know, politics kind of uh, ruins everything. Uh, and it, as we turn to sports, that's right. Who are these sportscasters? We're going to get an instance of that. Home of the hourly triple play. You sent me this one, which is uh, at, at first I thought I uh, I thought I watched it uh, incorrectly. I thought uh, I thought that they were going to make uh, the wrong announcement. 
it's probably why I don't know. Maybe the sports casters should. This is a crazy idea. You know, stick to sports. But I guess this is the Red Zone Channel, and uh, they decide to share some breaking news that they saw on one of the stories. Uh, and they get the first story right, which when I first watched it, I thought they actually said the wrong thing. But uh, if you listen closely, you'll hear what they get wrong about it. Our crawl at the bottom of the screen was covering up the CBS News special report. I'll just pass along to you that Rosalind Carter, the wife of the late President Jimmy Carter, has died at the age of 96. So she they did identify that Rosalind Carter was the one that died, Eric. But uh, there's a there's a key word that doesn't belong in there, isn't there? Oh, yeah. Uh, Carter is uh, is not dead. I mean, he's he's yeah. kind of uh, uh, circling the drain. Uh, he's in yeah. hospice. Uh, ninety nine. He turned ninety nine on October one. Yeah. You're uh, not going to hear us say he's alive and well. But no, we will say he's no. alive. Well, he's been fucked up for like 50 years. Um, yeah. But I mean, th- he always tends to come back. Everyone's seen the images of him, like uh, nailing shingles onto a house. At, he's probably going to be working on a house tomorrow. All this guy's done <laughs> since he got out of the out of office in 1980 was build houses. I mean, he's just everywhere you look. He's there's a house built by Jimmy Carter. How often do you think that they have to hire a contractor to then like rebuild the house? You know, because the shingles all start falling off. You know, the first time there's like sure. a gust of wind. <laughs> sure, the the basement's full of water. The the people yeah. are dead uh, because the roof collapsed. You know, um, stuff like that. So I, I think that he was just, uh, and I don't know if that's still Andrew Siciliano who does the Red Zone Channel. I don't, I don't have the NFL package, but uh, I, I. So whoever that was, uh, they they basically just need to put a pin in that comment for right. I don't know, a week or two. You'll be able to call him the late former president very, very soon. Uh, by the um, way, uh, one of the. Uh, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, one one more thought about Jimmy Carter. A side note, since this show is getting yeah. very political lately, and 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 I like yeah. it. I I like the. Uh, the the uh the things that we've been talking about Carter should consider running for president. He has uh four years that he yeah. could be of electability, and in a lot of sense, he's probably better off than Joe Biden, uh, even I, though he's like older than him by almost twenty years. Um, I I would like you know one of those phone polls that people do. You know they can ask all the questions they want to ask that they feel are important, right. and then we've got one more question for you. In a head-to-head matchup in a primary, who would you vote for, Joe Biden or Jimmy Carter? Jimmy Carter. I feel like time. Jimmy Carter. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Jimmy Carter's going to come way up. You know, physically, Carter is like, um, it's like um, he's a decathlete, and Joe Biden is like uh, has Lou Gehrig's disease or something. <laughs> that's how. That's how far ahead Jimmy Carter is. Over, and he's in hospice. Yes, exactly. Now, one of the uh, the biggest criticisms of who are these broadcasters is the uh, the amount of sports clips we play. Because, believe it or not, uh, who are these podcasts as a network has a huge international audience. And I say believe it or not, just because I don't ever think of the rest of the world enjoying the same things I do. Uh, so, for once, we have a sports clip that is not from the United States, and it's not in English. Okay. So this is from Canada. Uh, and uh, this is uh, after the, the Grey Cup, which is basically their Super Bowl. By the way, they had Green Day play the halftime show. And I'm like, all right, they're, they're doing something better up there. When oh, was yeah. the last time you actually watched the halftime show in the Super Bowl? Exactly. Uh, that is that's exactly true. That's pretty cool. So uh, let's see. Marc-Antoine Decoy is a French-Canadian safety 
of the champion Montreal Alouettes. So that's the team that won. And uh, for our audio audience and for our non-French speaking audience, uh, I will uh, read what he said. There is one word that he says in perfect English that uh, made this clip uh, a must on my list. So he said they never believed in us, man. You look everywhere. It's written in English. You check TSN. That's where ESPN. It's written Toronto versus Winnipeg. You come here and they only speak English. They never believed in us. But you know what, man? Keep your English. We're taking the cup. We're going to bring it to Montreal. Back to Quebec. We're going to lift it at home. Because we're the fucking champions. Let's go. And him... In his broken English, with his heavy, heavy French-Canadian accent. Let's get that in. <laughs> okay. Because we're the fucking champion. <laughs> uh, wait a minute. When you were translating, he wasn't speaking French. He was English like the French taunter, though, right? No. I, most of what he said was actually in French. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. I got you. Fuck, you're talking, I thought the, he was... you're talking about the French taunter from Holy Grail. <laughs> <laughs> I was just nodding, and I'm like, "Oh, wait a minute! It's uh, that's not usually what people talk about from that movie." Oh, I... fucking See, great I'm, clip! Fifteen weeks in, I'm just starting to like you, Eric. This is great. <laughs> this is perfect timing. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'll I'll send that uh, clip to Cardiff and uh, see what he thinks of it. Uh, okay, you know, from his his perch in uh, Minnesota. So. This is really just carrying through just how angry everybody is. We've had angry politicians. Trump wasn't so angry. He just thought it was funny that people, you know, thought he liked to get pissed on. Okay. Uh, which, now that I think about it, what you said is true. He definitely likes to be pissed on. But anyway, we'll be back to this. Uh, we've got angry politicians. We got Sean Hannity ready to fight. Uh, we've got this guy who's angry. And I mean, he is very angry and he just won. Right. Uh, so. In this one, this is a uh, comment. Well, 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 Let me uh, pause it, actually. This is a comment from the Memphis Grizzlies head coach, uh, Taylor Jenkins. He was fined $25,000 for these comments about the officiating in his team's game against Utah. And uh, obviously, it has to be good if I put all that setup in and I'm going to play a clip from the coach of the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, one of the most poorly officiated games I've ever seen recorded. I'm fine with it. Fucking atrocious. And the reason I like that is because he owns it. He's like, yeah, this is going to be a $25,000 fine. It's worth it. <laughs> the officiating was fucking atrocious. Oh, that is, that is, look at and that. And if, if you're on the, uh, uh, I know that if the audience is listening, can't see it, but he has a smirk on his face at the end of that clip. He knows he just hit the mark. Very, yeah. very good. Yeah. And by the way, that official is like, oh, yeah, yeah, that uh, my officiating was atrocious, was fucking atrocious in this game. But uh, I don't know. Ever since like the the Tim Donaghy thing, I feel like, well, they're all on the take then. You know, I mean, once you have one, you're like, all right, you, you're going to try to convince me that uh, that it'll never happen again. Right. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Jesus. Uh the next one we have uh, is this is from last week. This is Mark Sanchez, former Jets quarterback. Uh, he is describing uh, during a game. Uh, and, and my only question is to listen closely, Eric, and everybody in the audience. He's talking about what on what crime? You got brown on brown crime right up top. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you got the offensive guy and the defensive guy. Both are definitely brown. They sure are. <laughs> so, 
that, that now I'm not really sure. Are their names both Brown? Is that what happened? I, I, I don't. I, I assume that must be it. Uh, I thought maybe the Cleveland Browns were one of the teams in the clip, and then you know, oh. and then I clicked on it, and uh, nope, it's just. Uh, it's just brown on brown crime. It is brown on brown crime. And you hate to see any brown on brown crime because it's never reported in the media. Nobody cares about brown on brown crime. <laughs> we, we don't even notice. Uh, although uh, my understanding is that uh, Mark Sanchez might have gotten a little bit of, uh, of attention for that. But uh, then that brings us to uh, a clip that you sent me just earlier today, which uh, I'm going to play off Twitter which I don't usually do for this show because uh, I like to have a little bit more control. Right. Uh, and right. by the way, I, what I mean to say is I'm playing it from X. Right. Uh, hello, now, X world. And, 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 uh, and before you get to it, let me just say this. Yeah, sure, sure. Let me just say this. Occasionally, a clip will come along like it did today. Yeah. And if you can picture it just walking in and pushing everyone to the side, everyone being clips. Yeah. Okay. This clip came in and pushed all the clips to the side and said, I am now going to be your big clip on who are these broadcasters. Agree? Uh, uh, I agree. Uh, it was like, we don't, we don't need Sean Hannity. We don't need Mullen. We don't need, we, we don't need golden showers. There are a couple of clips that I'm like, Nope, maybe next week, maybe never. We need to get this one in. And, uh, you know, uh, a lot of times when Carl creates the uh, actually not a lot of times every week when Carl creates the audio version, he will uh, isolate something from the show to be the title of the episode. Let's see if uh, this might inspire him as we as we listen to this comment. Coach Levy, the offensive coordinator, canoe coordinator. He's always open. Sorry, he's the offensive what? Play, maybe play, maybe, I, I think you need to yeah, play me, that about 500 more times before we yeah, get it right. Let me get that back. Coach yeah. Levy, the offensive coordinator, coordinator, he's always. Oh, no, that sounds oh, like the kind of no. comment you would make when you're talking about going to Arthur Bryant's steakhouse. <laughs> Shit. Wow. So Nader of coordinator yep. Yep. became that. It transformed it, it before sure our did. eyes. So we have yet another broadcaster giving us another alternative <laughs> to, to the, for the, uh, the N-word. Uh, uh, offensive coordinator ninja, I believe is what he's saying oh, in my. the vernacular of this show. Uh, Eric, I have a great clip to play next, but um, I need to hear that again one more time. Oh. Coach Levy, the offensive coordinator, coordinator. He's like, oh, oh my god, Co coordinator, yeah, coordinator. He okay. He said it. Pause. Thought about continuing. Then went back to say coordinator. When really the only acceptable thing to do at that point is shoot yourself in the head, uh, jump out of a window. It's definitely not continue on with your career. Drop the mic. Uh, be like Jesse Pinkman and go to Alaska. It's there. There's no coming back. Can you uh, can you read the comment from Dusty Falls that you put on the screen, Eric? Uh, the one Dust Cloud. Dust Cloud. I'm sorry. Yes, uh, it says two wideouts just stole my truck, which is a callback to the previous clip. But it's kind of this whole brown black yeah. coordinator. Uh, amalgamation we have going on right now. Very, very racist moment on the show, to be sure. God but damn, is that if awesome. If you were to do a highlight reel of the most racist moments in the show, I, I don't think this would make this would make the cut. No, 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 no. There's a few that come to mind, which for another day, we'll break down the most yeah. racist moments, but this oh, is that's excellent. A, that, 
that sounds like a Patreon exclusive. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Maybe, sure. maybe we can even even have lunch with uh, what was her name, uh, Miss Special Needs that uh, we showed. Yes, from the, from the Special the, Needs. Pageant. I don't. It was uh, Miss Wheelchair. It wasn't Miss that Special was Needs. What the fuck? Um, no, you know she needs a ramp. What's more special than that? Yes, yes. Now I, I need to focus that um, on the comments because that was a Twitter clip or X clip. There was all sorts of people saying, "Okay, he meant to do that." And then yeah. there's the argument, only people who have hate in their heart would say such a thing. And I can't yeah. go that far. Um, I think that was just a slip of the tongue. There was nothing intentional. Why would you do that? I mean, it's, yeah. it's. I think it's just a, oh, there's like a, a, a magic N-word wand that waves occasionally in the broadcast world. And then that word manifests. And then we just park on it and have so much fun. I hope it never stops happening. No, it's one yeah. of my favorite things that has ever occurred in the history of the planet. And I just hope it doesn't happen to me or you, yeah. but if it does, I'm going to laugh at it. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. If, if it happens to me, I want you to bring that clip to oh, the yeah. show and you yeah. better believe that if you do it, I, I will yeah. bring that clip, a slowed down version. We'll isolate it. We'll watch the tape on it. Uh, oh. Yeah. Accidental usage of that word is, yeah. is always funny. Uh, and uh, it, it's much appreciated. Yes. Uh, now we, because we all yes. use that word all the time. Anyone who doesn't is lying. I, They're liars. I, I, I don't I don't even know uh, what you're possibly talking about. I don't know what you're saying. Uh, I just know that uh, I've been to the Negro Leagues Museum in Kansas City, <laughs> and it's very easy to say if you slow down. Uh, it's fantastic. It's right next to the Jazz Museum. And uh, Arthur Bryant's Steakhouse does have uh, some, some great food. All right. So it wasn't... A great day for, well, at this point, former uh, Jets quarterback, uh, Zach Wilson. Um, he got into the game, threw one interception, was benched, and uh, they've uh, already basically replaced him. But this is rough because of the context of this. I'm going to show the clip, and then I'm going to explain when this happened. So you'll see the New Jersey Jets, as uh, they're known by some, the, uh, the New Jersey Jets taking the field and uh, keep your eyes to the right. We will describe it for our audio audience. Down to the wire. Watch yes. Zach on the right taking the field. Oh, oh. oh dear. <laughs> he took the field and immediately fell directly on his ass. Wow. And it's, it's a little bit small in the frame. So I thought as a service, as a treat for our visual audience, I would go ahead and zoom on in the so right, get a better look in the field. There he oh, goes. God. Oh, dear. Now, oh, dear. He got an oh, dear. Oh, dear. Which, by the way, you never want an, an oh, dear. So here's the worst thing about this clip. I heard uh, Boomer Esiason talking about it on uh, WFN in New York. This happened during a commercial break. So no one needed to see this. Okay. <laughs> they just, but. I'm going to credit whoever's in the truck, the technical director, you know, whoever puts the broadcast together for uh, the NFL and CBS. Thank you for sharing this with us. That's the right thing to do. Yes. As a human, if maybe you have some affinity for Zach Wilson, yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't do him dirty like that. Like, hey, look what you missed. This asshole can't stand up. Oh my god, and he can't throw a football either. Yeah, being that it's the Jets, and since the first series with Aaron Rodgers and. Uh, that, and this is a tough place to play. Um, if 
I think you probably have to sign an agreement that if anything makes the Jets look bad, you have to play it just because everybody who follows the Jets kind of yeah. hates the Jets. <laughs> right, exactly. And uh, I'm I'm glad we got to see it. Uh, it wasn't fair, but uh, even even Zach Wilson would enjoy uh, one of our final sports clips here. Uh, the, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how often you tune in for Monday Night Football, uh, but I feel like most of us, when we do, we watch the regular broadcast of it because you know it's just kind of the way it's supposed to watch. But there's the the Manning cast. I actually with, uh, watch the Manning cast over the um, regular guys. There's a lot of, uh, they seem to be having a lot of fun is what I found out. I like and it. this was, uh, two Mondays ago. They, uh, they had Arnold Schwarzenegger in there and there's a, you know, there's a lot of clips I could have pulled. Yeah, he's like, we'll be back, you know, before they go to commercial, there's all that stuff. But the one that I pulled was the most random that I, that I didn't expect. So obviously he's got a camera set up in his home and uh, Eli and Peyton, you know, they're, I don't know, in a studio or in their houses. That part doesn't matter. But uh, it just gives you an idea what's going on at uh, Arnold's house. Tapping more. Because what he's... Is Ar- what is he feeding a goat? What is that? It, that donkey looks like you eating, Peyton. <laughs> the same thing. All right. We're going to break. We're going to break, Peyton. We'll be back. That's <laughs> so, fucking great, dude. Yeah, so he has a donkey wander in here. And... Uh, you know, uh, having seen the uh, housekeeper that he knocked up, uh, you should have fucked the donkey. You know, just think <laughs> your whole life would have stayed together. You know, you'd still oh, be living in Maria oh. Shriver's house, you know, but uh, that's all right. But oh uh, look God. how much fun Arnold's having, you know? That's wonderful. You got that. Look, he's happy. He's not in pain. You got a goddamn donkey. You got Eli with a pretty good crack. Yeah. Uh, on Peyton, Peyton is the alpha in the bunch. You know, he's <laughs> oh, loud and sure obnoxious. Eli's kind of, you know, he's Eli. He's the second best quarterback in the family. I mean, third best, actually. Yeah, I was going to say, but you don't forget about Archie. Yeah, and, uh, you know. Wait, there's uh, Cooper, right? That's the third brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's Cooper. And then Cooper's kid is that little fucker who's oh, a bench yeah. warmer at Texas. So I yeah. don't know. Although, uh, you know, look, uh, for people, whether whether you uh, are from the city of New York or you just hate the New England Patriots, uh, Eli Manning did do a great service to our country in uh, preventing them from having that perfect season. So yes, that's true. not so much him. <laughs> it was really a freak, freak play at the end. But that's yep. neither here nor there. All right. We're sticking in sports for one more minute. But this is the point in the show where we are going to turn our focus to Thursday we're talking Thanksgiving, and uh, I felt like I couldn't leave the sports world behind without kind of remembering one of the most significant moments in, you know, there's, well, now there's there's always three Thursday games. You know, for a long time, it was just two. One had the Cowboys, one had the Lions, and now they've added an extra one. But okay. uh, look, there's, there's a package that I uh, came across where I could have pulled – 10 what I think are really funny football clips. And uh, I, I I hear what you're saying that you don't, not you, Derek, but people who think like, when did this become a sports clip show? There's a lot of funny clips of things that happen on Thanksgiving. But I think there's one that's culturally significant, and that's John Madden introducing something very important into each and every one of our homes. The turducken right here. This thing here is a deboned duck stuffed in a deboned chicken, stuffed in a deboned turkey. Turducken. Yeah. <laughs> There's our buddy Al Michael, by the way. 
And you see, you cut it like right down here. <laughs> Karate chop. Now, there, there is a turkey. I mean, here's a leg. Here's a leg. Then we got three here. We got three here. Four legs. Couldn't hold them. So any turkey that gets this big needs eight legs. <laughs> You know, there's a, there's, go ahead, Erica. Sorry. It's his, it's his, you know, he can, uh, whenever, uh, Caliendo does an impression of him, he'll, he'll do that. He'll just say words that really don't add up to anything with the, the, the graphic, the, uh, the telestrator that goes along with it. And it's just gold. I, I've, I've, I always loved it. I always thought he was fantastic. I I love the fact that he was able to carve a turducken with his bare hand. Yeah. See how he starts like karate chopping it. Um, when I, whenever I'm reminded of the turducken, I, I think uh, uh, it makes me think a lot about the rest of the world and the perception of America. You know, there's the idea that they hate us because of our freedom. They hate us because of capitalism. They hate us because our support of, let's just say, certain parts of the world. Uh, but I think they hate us because of the turducken because they're like, oh yeah, these fat assholes eat turkey every Thanksgiving. And now they've decided, but what if I put a fucking chicken and then a duck inside of that? Uh, Holy shit. By the way, if, if I ever went to a Thanksgiving dinner and that was on the table, I would gladly try it. I just, as far as I can tell, this is the only time I've ever seen it is Madden you know, chopping it up because this right. was 97. So for years it was like, Oh, and here's the turducken. But, uh, I, I don't know. Have you ever encountered one in the wild? And I don't know uh, running no. around in the, in right. The yeah, I know. I understand it's not a real, bird. there was one, there was one walking down the street. It was incredible. It's got six legs. Um, <laughs> the idea that, um, that, cause that could feed like a small city. Look at all that oh, fucking food. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh. no, exactly. Either either that or my son's soccer team, one or the other, a small Jeez. city or a bunch of uh, starving eight-year-olds. Mm. Uh, anyway, it's such a it's such a happy moment. It's a simpler time when uh, all we had to get uh, up in arms about was Turducken. But uh, I I'm sure that uh, that Madden will be uh, enjoying one from uh, wherever he is up in the sky. <laughs> Uh, Kelly writes, I want to oh. leave a horrible super chat for Christian to say, but YouTube keeps censoring me. You know, okay. I Wanna, believe it or not, I ran into that. I was trying to leave a comment in point dabble point. I wanted to basically plug our show a couple weeks yeah. ago and it wouldn't let me say what I wanted to say. So then I changed what I was going to say. And then Carl's like, I don't even know what that means. And I'm like, great fucking YouTube. Okay. So well, we can translate. Like you tell me here, what words you want to use Kelly, and we can just give them other words. Kelly, nobody. Yeah, you could do it that way. Uh, you can use other words and then let us know what they are. Uh, and if it still doesn't go through, uh, you can you can email it to me. I'll tell you where to send it to. Yes. Uh, OK. And, so and nobody else use that email address. Yes. Uh, Full N words, you know, yeah. talk about. But yeah, just really Kelly, if you if, if you want to send it to uh blatcast b-l-a-d-t-c-a-s-t at gmail.com i'm sure i won't regret giving that that address but notice by the way that's my podcast email like that's eric's like that's not the email i guess that's stuff okay from. that's okay yeah but that's the way we do it anyway we are basically going to spend the rest of the show talking thanksgiving there's a lot to look at so let's head over to who are these local broadcasters Others 
Eric, I do see a, a great super chat that I'd like you to read while I, I set up our first clip from uh, who are these broadcasts or sorry for who are these local mm-hmm. broadcasters? Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that's Severus, as in Snape. Oh, eighty-four. Oh, okay. Uh, my wife made turducken for Thanksgiving many years ago. It was the best Thanksgiving meal I ever had, but it was so much work. She hasn't made it again. Well, you I've, got you got hands, fuckface. Why don't you make it? <laughs> yeah, get out there, and 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 yeah. Depending on what part of town you live in, you've got help. You can have them go do it. You know, come on. Uh, yeah, it's like the people that I, that I've heard that have had like the deep fried turkey. I'm like, I want that, you know. Uh, my father in law, uh, you know, puts out in the smoker a, a, a smoked turkey, but yeah. he also always makes the backup turkey just in case. Exactly, which I think is exactly. Smart. And you know what is a great practice? I know we're we're all over the board here, but fuck it. Have you ever heard about brining the bird? I've heard the term, but I can't okay. say I know what it means. Look it up. Brine your turkey. Basically, it's in salt water overnight. You won't have to season the bird because of what's happening to it as it soaks in salt water. It is a game changer. All right. I will uh, make a note to brine. Uh, now, we have... Uh, oh, my gosh. Kelly Riddle's got something. Oh, okay. I see what she's doing here. <laughs> she didn't... So, there's a key word that YouTube flags. Uh, the, uh-huh. the, uh, all I can Ryan- read is the first word. Rhymes with rhymes with Whitler. Yeah. Uh, Kelly writes, and I think Kelly's a dude because it ends in a Y. Yeah. I'm right. not sure. It's, that, not, anyway. it's not Kelly with an I with the dot on the I as a heart. That's how yes. we would know it was a girl. Yeah. Kelly says, that guy from Germany with the funny mustache did nothing wrong. <laughs> I, Christian Blatt, stand by this statement. No. It's funny how uh, two weeks in a row people are going to the anti-Semitism card, but that's the idea. Yeah, that's exactly what. Uh, and uh, you know, this is one of those ones where I, I feel like I will add the appropriate word. Now, if somebody's got something worse for me to say, all you need to do is give us five dollar and one cent. Uh, exactly. But, uh, mm-hmm. Now we've uh, we already alluded to the fact that uh the the special shopping day is not called black friday in your household but i haven't asked you have you ever done it have you ever gone early for when a store opened to go shopping one time one time okay. i lived in knoxville tennessee one time okay i i have it. never done it i've never been a, a, attracted to the idea uh i do love to you know put a little jiffy pop into the microwave and uh, sit down and watch some of the, and by the way, we could have done an hour of clips of black Friday shoppers. We're going to have two clips, <laughs> but uh, believe me, there were a lot more. I wanted to, I, I tried to show some restraint. This is not to say that if over the next six days, I don't see some ones from this year that are worth it. We might have some next year. Uh, we might have uh, next week, not next year. Sorry. Um, I was reading John Doe's comment and I love his avatar of uh, Nicholson with the sunglasses on, by the way. As promised, you go to the front of the line. If you actually make me laugh and I did, John Doe writes two black Fridays, just stole my truck. (laughs) (laughs) You asshole. Uh, Wait, just in case uh, this gets clipped. Uh, I don't even know what that means. I always like to (laughs) make sure to distance myself from everything. Uh, So, I've I've never done it. It it doesn't seem appealing. It's like why I've never gone to Coachella, uh, uh-huh. mostly because the music sucks. But there's also the idea of like I don't want to be around that many people unless I have to. I don't like going to huge concert festivals because it's like 
you know, like they just had one with a bunch of metal bands in it was like six bands out in the desert. And I was like, you know, what was better than going to that was just seeing like Metallica by themselves at the football stadium over two nights. And okay. I had a seat. I don't need to go stand out in the desert. Yep. So I get the idea. And we are going to really see some people who embrace the deals. But um, I don't know. I don't I, I you know. Uh, how many TVs do you need? That's a question that we're going to ask a little bit later in the show, Eric. Right. Yeah. Specifically for one of our clips. But I do really enjoy how crazy people get. And I know you've seen a lot of these, you know, these kinds of clips, even if people haven't seen these ones. But uh, this one from I guess this is from CNN. This, this uh, but it's a it's basically what they do. The the major outlets they collect a bunch of uh, local footage. You're going to see a lot of Twitter handles on okay. here. So uh, let's uh, let's just let it play. <laughs> so, Overnight an all out slapped. battle at stores across the nation. <laughs> just hours into the brutal chase for bargains. I got my fist up if somebody tries to steal something from me. Now, there's something to be said for that girl, though. That little girl <laughs> who says, I put my fist up in case somebody tries to steal something from me. Wow. I mean, they're gonna, got- yeah. They're going to steal her. Jesus. <laughs> well, that's the thing, though. It's like, oh, wait, th- this girl punches. Uh, so, uh, no, we'll, we'll steal somebody else. This oh. is going to keep herself safe. Uh, this is uh, a future. Uh, I. I don't know. Ronda Rousey is the uh, most current reference I have. I'm going to apologize to all my mixed martial arts friends. I'm sorry. I don't know anybody else. Okay. But uh, yeah. So the fact that it mixed in with all these dumb bastards on the floor, you know, uh, getting cuffed, this chick, this little girl is just like, yeah, I put my hands up. It's like, oh, teach him young. Still something from me. In Louisville, Kentucky, Black Friday madness. Two men punching and tearing at each other's t-shirt inside a major city mall. Nothing to see here. Tempers flared at this Walmart in El Paso. <laughs> Holiday shoppers appear to fight over flat screen TVs, even taking on store security. Oh, yes. I love when they take on security. That's when they're like, all right, yeah, somebody whose job is to apply physical force. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah, that is that is just beautiful. That is everything about America. Turducken, people yeah. fighting at Walmart over a TV that's a pile of shit TV. Yeah. Uh, the, the next visual uh, is uh, going to be lost on our audio audience, but uh, I will uh, tell them about it in a moment. Uh, you know, as we're recording this, it's uh, Tuesday afternoon, Eastern time. It's almost noon uh, where I am. And uh, there's, I, I believe I saw this. Uh, this must be already people lined up outside of a Walmart somewhere in the United States. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I, I read that wrong. Uh, there was a, uh, a, tr- a truck of 1900 piglets that tipped over in Ohio the other day. I'm sorry. I've got my, uh, I got Come my on. images mixed up. Come I'm on. so sorry. Christian. That's so embarrassing. Jesus Christ. It took you forever to do it. Juice wasn't worth the squeeze. Way to go. (laughs) Uh, But I appreciate the on the air feedback. (laughs) Uh, I, by the way, the reason I have this picture, I tried for so long to find fucking video of these piglets running around on the highway. Nobody has it. And, and I, I was so upset because all I really wanted was to just just what this happened like two days ago. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So there's a, and, and look, I, 
I don't want to get on a soapbox here, but the idea that a tractor trailer can fit 1900 little pigs. Oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they don't uh, get stored under the most humane conditions. Look, but- yeah. You, you, you never want to uh, explore uh, how the fucking sausage is made in this case. Yeah, that's you never want to know, you know, to me, <laughs> these aren't, when I see it in the butcher shop, it, it, yeah. it wasn't from this. It didn't happen. It's just fucking the way it is. Yeah, uh, I've got uh, one more actual. Uh, this is a very short one. Uh, we saw in the previous clip how excited people get for flat screens, but uh, this I think is something unlike I'd never. Inside this Walmart in Houston, Texas, literally throwing themselves on top of discounted TVs and police officers having to step in to break up the brawl. Uh, there was a little lag time when the clip started. Inside this Walmart, they're literally oh, peeling them yes. off. Walmart yeah. in Houston, Texas, literally throwing themselves on top of discounted TVs and in, in, you know in, in red china they throw themselves in front of tanks for freedom here we throw ourselves on top of tvs yeah exactly and and by the way again it is a point we'll get back to in this episode does does anybody not have a tv that uh, they need <laughs> one so badly that uh that this is this is how they get it look i i think if if i was buying my first tv and i found out i could get one for 20 bucks all right maybe i'll i'll go out the night before right but uh you know some some of what we see uh will just uh just make you shake your head but uh in any case uh how are people in the chat feeling about those Uh uh-oh uh, for Not some reason, matt says that i look like the guy that cuts your dad in line at autozone and when you call him out on it, he makes you smack him around. Okay. Thank you. Uh, the greater good says, I'll take this over homeless tent cities on the median any day. Thank you. I, I, uh, unfortunately, greater good. Uh, I may <laughs> greater good. I feel like you, uh, saw out my window, uh, when, uh, I, I went down into, I, I look, I live in the Valley, which is the suburbs of LA, but, uh, uh, Last week, I, I did drive to the Wiltern to see Andrew Dice Clay. And uh, let's just say that the uh, GPS should tell you how many tents you see before you make a left. Oh it would actually God. make it a lot easier. <laughs> I experienced this for myself. I stayed in Venice, which was described as me oh. to me as gritty by a friend when I visited. And, yeah, uh, it was gritty 20 years ago. By the way, you know who lives in Venice? Hack ride. So uh, uh, that'll tell you everything you need to know. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, fuck. <laughs> thank you kathy kathy threw five bucks our way and says i like the show fellas well we right, like you you. you and i wish i could see your pooch <laughs> uh that's well, a that... dog by the way that's a dog oh oh okay i'm gonna give you the <laughs> bell anyway uh but uh kathy's tied with kelly uh kelly's is, is a much funnier sign off so uh right yeah. now kelly's the way yeah that's the that's the judge's discretion Uh, Anyway, we're going to go to uh, some national uh, broadcasters now uh, talking about some uh, good old fashioned, uh, I almost said Halloween, Thanksgiving fun. We don't play that one a lot. Every time we play it, I'm like, have I ever heard this before? And I'm like, I must oh, have. It's so horrible. <laughs> They're all a big pile of shit. 
I, I disagree. I uh, give a special thanks to Doug and Jenny and everybody at the Jingles Department. Uh, I, I, I'm going to say I have my favorites, but uh, I, I love them all. I, look, I've never had a show with Jingles before, right? So oh, I'm just yeah. excited that yep. uh, anybody put any effort into anything. Hey, everybody's opinion matters, and I've, I've, yours has value, and so does mine. Yeah, but uh, well, let's see if uh, if this will make up for the still photo of uh, all the piglets on the highway. I'm going to give credit to Ann Stewart of CNN, who is the anchor that you see surrounded by turkeys here. This is an outtake that she posted. All right. So this isn't, uh, you know, like her cameraman hates her and thought, uh, oh, this will make her look dumb. She has a good sense of humor. So, uh, I, you know, I <laughs> I hope she finds her way off CNN soon. But uh here she is uh, out here in a field, and uh, even our audio audience, I think, will figure out what happens here. A shortage of poultry. <laughs> oh! Oh, I'm really hot. You really got my arm. So what? it's funny that a turkey basically, you know, performs analingus on her. Yeah. But I also love that the other turkeys all essentially laugh. Yeah, <laughs> and she's just lovely. Red hair, and the turkey yeah. eats eats her asshole. She <laughs> likes it, giggles, and the turkey turkeys giggle with her. <gasps> yeah, it's a big have, crazy turkey orgasmic moment. Have have we have we found uh, your your dream girl at least in terms of uh, of newscasters? Is this well, is this one to watch for you, Eric? I love redheads. My wife is one, and uh, I've so got a thing for her, man. Okay, and and, yeah. and I eat ass, so <laughs> it's it's win win. Well, uh, don't worry. I've uh, I, I promise you next week uh, we're gonna take another look at our girl Julie Baker in Colorado Springs. It's All been right. a long time, and uh, don't worry. I've been keeping an eye on her in the creepiest way possible. Let's uh, watch this one one more time, just because I like it. Footage of poultry. <laughs> I mean, those fucking turkeys, they know. Oh, they know. <laughs> that is so crazy. They, I mean, they know, but they have no idea. They're all, their no, heads no, no, are no, all going to yeah. be off, you know? It's just normal behavior for them. I didn't um, realize turkeys are black like that. Like, those <laughs> well, are, those are black turkeys. So have you decided you're, you're uh, only going to eat white meat chicken now on Thanksgiving because you've you know, seen this? I'm not skilled enough to develop an excellent racist joke about it. I just didn't know that turkeys. We're so black. Jesus, fuck, well, look at them. You know who I think uh, are skilled enough? Uh, the great people in the chat. So uh, you've got about another half an hour to uh, come up with a racist black turkey, turkey joke for me. And uh, what does MT say, Eric? He says, excuse me, Easy. They're African-American turkeys. It's a great point. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to uh, spend a moment with uh, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. This is a really quick clip, and sometimes the best clips are the ones that can only be found because somebody filmed it off their TV right after it happened. You know, okay. A lot of yeah. times, you, you, you know, things get scrubbed. You can't find it. This, this is uh, it's really just humiliating for one person. Okay, uh, good. Let's see the uh, Zach Wilson-esque moment here. Yeah, he just busted. Oh! So it's very quick. This is a three-second clip, and Yo, just uh, she literally just slips and falls on her ass. Yo, just oh. The reason I enjoy the clip is because of how much fun the people watching are having. Yes, yes. There's a lot of chaos from that as uh, as yeah. she as she wipes out on the parade uh, route. Jesus, that is uh, that's fantastic. 
It is fantastic. So uh, obviously uh, a mainstay of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is Al Roker. Now, uh, growing up in the New York area, we did always watch the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Uh, is it, it Was it a mainstay for you, Eric, or is it is it more regional than I think it is? No, I always watched the parade. I always uh, got a kick out of it. I still do. Uh, Al Roker is uh, very genial and uh, uh, easygoing and uh, usually unflappable. And uh, the reason I grabbed this is because this is from a few years ago. I guess this is 2019. Somebody really pissed him off. And uh, I, I, I celebrate that. Uh, you know, he manages to stay largely affable uh, after these two run-ins with the same okay. person. Was an unlikely encounter at the annual Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Hey, I hate to butter you up, but you gotta move on. Okay, there you go. Go oh, get out of here, you butter. Oh, I can't believe it's not butter. That's not Dressing it. down a That's stick part of, of butter who slid right, into one. Al's live shot. Not okay. once, but twice. And that's why everybody loves clowns. Oh. So he's like, I don't know. He's in like the NYPD moped and the butter guy is running next to him because it's like, oh, I got to I got to get another moment uh, with this guy. And, oh, yeah. Uh, and and he should. I think it's up to butter to do that. You you definitely want to fuck it up for Al. That's, that's yeah. A, uh, I mean, who who wouldn't take that opportunity? And uh, they're not worth playing. They uh, get them together a couple other times. And it uh, turns out he's a pastor. And uh, he, he prayed for Al when Al had some surgery. And I'm like, I don't want any of that. I like the fact that this guy was being an asshole. No. Um, I grabbed a still. So this was 2019. And unfortunately, the next year, they wanted to recreate the moment. But then I remembered uh, 2020 wasn't fun in any way, watching anything on TV oh, for okay. our audio audience. They are the uh, prerequisite six feet apart, uh, wearing cloth masks, despite the fact that uh, they are outside and it's raining. Uh, it just was like the opposite of fun. So that's why I wanted to grab a still of it. Uh, but uh, what is it? What is MT saying? Now? MT says, uh, as we're looking at Butter Guy, a Chad Zumach sighting. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Concerning our uh, black turkeys. Yeah, uh, we have various comments like turkey on turkey <laughs> crime. Uh, John suggests the turkeys could be from the Caribbean or Caribbean uh, jerk and, chicken. I like it or jerk turkeys, I guess. And, yeah, yeah. And, and Dust Cloud says 13 percent of the turkeys are responsible. <laughs> oh, oh I, I hate to think about how many of those turkeys were raised in single turkey homes. You know, uh, I think it's uh, yes, oh, but yes. Matthew Zizzo, if. Yeah. You know what? For, to to put jive turkeys in the comments and not pay for it, uh, good yep. for you. Because you yep. knew it was that good. Thank uh, you, thank you. You did the work. We couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't have come up with those no. racist jokes. And I'm glad that's, you did. That's, that's why we have this uh, carefully cultivated audience, Eric. Yes, because thank we you know very much. that there are some tasks that uh, they are better suited for than we are. Now, obviously, a big part of the enjoyment of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is the balloons. And uh, I, 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 this is another one of those where I could have 20 clips of uh, balloon mishaps. 
Uh, I, I've I've only got I'm only going to use two balloons where uh, things happened. But uh, these kids who were asked on the sidelines, I think the second one really summarizes why we watch the balloons. You don't want to see him get popped, right? No. You sound like you do. Yeah, it make a good fart noise. Because if it popped, it would make a good fart noise. Oh. This kid, this kid, this is from like 25 years ago. I hope this kid is a senator now. That's great. Uh, because was, uh, he says what we're all thinking, doesn't, is, doesn't he, Eric? Absolutely. But I was hoping he said, yeah, like your cherry. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I, I, I would hope he would say that too. Uh, we've got a quick one that's, a, that's kind of a nasty tear. Uh, this is uh, Sonic the Hedgehog from 1993. Before 10.30, a first-time balloon, 64-foot-tall Sonic the Hedgehog, was swept into a street lamp at 58th and Broadway and punctured. As the balloon began deflating, it pulled the lamp off the pole, dropping it to the ground where the falling metal injured a man and a little girl. Got yeah, well, yeah. you know, the... It, it, it injured somebody, you know, there's, there's years where it's really windy and then there's a uh, actual, uh, really serious injuries. Uh, but, uh, I thought that was less fun. So I was God getting, uh, uh, I, I was, it was getting that. So this is a deflation in three acts. Uh, the first, I think parents of a certain age will really appreciate seeing what happened. This is Barney, the purple dinosaur. And oh no, look at that. A huge tear from a lamppost. And the it's just whipping around. Nobody can hold on to him. And the person who filmed it, they know you hold tight on that image. And then at some point they zoom in so you can really see the tear. But I, I don't know, Eric, your kids are older. Did uh, Barney the dinosaur inhabit your house uh, when your kids were little? Was oh, this uh, something you were stuck with? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, this is this is fantastic. In fact, uh, I think that they should, uh, on the parade route, they they actually draw one that is going to be destroyed. <laughs> and, you, and you have to do it. It's like the Hunger Games for the fucking <laughs> balloons, you know? You know, I I was reading that when they first started doing the parades, uh, sorry, the balloons in the parade, like in the 20s, they used to let the balloons float away afterwards, and then people would get a prize if they recovered them. But then they started hitting planes and a plane crashed, so they had to stop come doing on. it. And I'm like, oh, come on. Where's where's that footage? You know, uh, uh, you know, we... we we just had all. I guess all we can enjoy is the Hindenburg. That's oh, that's really the only God. good footage from that era. But uh, Barney did not uh, go down easily, though. So uh, this is one where I'm going to turn down the comments oh. from the people. So oh. he's he's really he's not uh, he's just not going. You know? Yeah, he's so, like laying flat on the street, yeah. kind of like that scene in The Naked Gun when the steamroller <laughs> runs over the guy. And then the marching band goes over him. That's what's happening here. Yeah, you're right. This is like everything that happens to OJ in the Naked Gun movies. So the police have to come and they have to basically cut his head open and then stomp him repeatedly. Yeah. And I was watching this and I'm like, this is really funny because it's Barney. And obviously we know how people felt about Barney the Purple Dinosaur. But it did also take me back to uh, a moment uh, from my younger days, and I was trying to think. I'm like, oh, what does it remind me of? Oh my God, he's stealing all the burgers! Why you little? I touch you! Yeah! 
It's all j- j- just an act. He's already dead. Yes, Barney's already dead. (laughs) You see, you see, you were looking at the animation world. I was picturing that Barney was Reginald Denny. (laughs) Holy shit, did he take a beating? All we needed was that one guy to bounce that brick off his head. It would have been a great reenactment. Oh, well, uh, that's, uh, again, there's so much more. I'm hoping that there's a Black Friday stampede that all the balloons pop on Thursday because uh, then our show next Tuesday is going to be that much easier. We're going to spend a little time with our uh, Hall of Fame segment, our moments in broadcasting history. Uh, This is a a bit of an epic one. I I really want to uh, bring an individual to Eric and the audience. So let's kick off our moments in broadcasting history. WATB. Way back, back into time. Let's find out who are these broadcast histories. All right, so uh, this is a, a gentleman who went viral a few years ago. So uh, we're going to, this is a, a little presentation that uh, I call the rise and fall of Jarvis Johnson. And I have to stress that there's the fall because uh, at a certain point, Eric's going to be like, all right, why do you got so many fucking clips of this guy? <laughs> uh, the uh, I want to build him up first. So okay. if you'll allow me. This uh, this is a clip that went viral, I believe, 2017. This is a Phoenix man who was camped outside of a Best Buy uh, for, I believe, two weeks <laughs> before Thanksgiving. Uh, so I, 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 I'm just going to theorize. I guess he got time off of work that uh, he was able to spend that much time there. Before I play the clip, I'll let you read that uh, super chat or that regular oh, yeah. chat. Oh, uh, yeah. MT writes, uh, yeah, another, quote, fatherless home Friday shopping story. <laughs> Okay, so uh, let's uh, get to know Jarvis Johnson, who at this point is the number one shopper in line outside of a Phoenix Best Buy. This is number one in line. This is Jarvis Johnson. Don't forget his name. Jarvis, why are we camped out already? Because they got great deals on Black Friday, and I want to be number one in line, which I am number one already. So take us inside your digs. I mean, this is not this is not your typical tent setup. I mean, you oh. Are y'all ready? Oh, come on this in. This is come like on we're on, on cribs right now. Oh. Yes, I love this. Okay, so give us the grand tour. Okay, so right now, um, this is my grand tour. I have my microwave right here. I have my TV right here. I have my ice. Shelf. Okay, I'm gonna pause it right there. Uh, he's waiting in line to uh, yeah. get a flat yeah. screen TV, and yes, he's and got here. a TV that he cares so little about that he brought it and he threw it on a table outside in the Best Buy yeah. parking lot. <laughs> Uh, right away, observations like he sounds like Mike Tyson, and then you had his buddy in oh, the tent. Well, yeah, I'll talk about his buddy in a minute, but I okay. want to zoom in on this uh, QT cup. Uh, do you see the color of the liquid that uh-huh. uh, is placed in there? Okay. Uh, yeah. So he didn't mention that his tent came with indoor plumbing, did he? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. All right. That's and, right. Uh, he should make her drink it. I mean, uh, you know what? She seems like she might be up for some interesting things. Yeah, uh, she, they're going to do seen... sandwich a sandwich style with the reporter. It's going to be yeah. sweet. 
I believe I believe her name is Marcy Jones. She seems delightful in this clip. Let's just say that. But uh, let's let him show off the the rest of his assets, uh, pun intended. Yes, with my food in it. I have my table. I have my electricity. You got some Wi-Fi in here. I ain't got no Wi-Fi. I'm trying to get some. I'm trying to get some out here. Next. Just like a hot chick to come in and be like, oh, you have all this great stuff. Hey, what's the one thing you don't have? Oh, okay. Yeah, too bad. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's meet his friend. Step. All right, all right. You got Eduardo. You got your friend here, Eduardo. Eduardo, yes. Okay. Keeping you company. Okay, and you've also got a bed here. I got a bed. Because the man's got to sleep. Man's got to sleep. He got to sleep comfortable. Okay, so what's up with Eduardo? Is he is he a child? Well, that was what I was wondering, and uh, it's almost like Marcy's wondering, "Hey, am I going to have a better story here?" So you've got Eduardo who uh, does look like, you know, maybe maybe a teen, you yeah. know, maybe a tween. And he's like, and you got a bed. Huh. Yeah. Anything, anything else going on here, Jarvis? He uh, looks like uh, he looks like Mexico's version of Gary Coleman. <laughs> I don't I was I was a little I'm a little taken back by this. Yeah. Well, I wanted you to meet Jarvis uh, in that first clip uh, because so far you're like, OK, he's got a really nice digs. But why would this clip have gone viral? Oh, you have more skills than just standing in line for good deals. You are also a freestyle rapper. Give me a little rap about Black Friday. Yo, check it, check it, check it out. I hope you like the price because they're very, very nice. I'm doing what I do. I'm trying to get a TV just for you. Oh, 149 for 149 itch. I hope you like the TV because I like it too. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. You are great. Well, have so much fun, Eduardo. Thanks for helping him out. You are amazing. Eduardo, I'm so worried for you. Eduardo, blink twice if you need me to call your parents. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. I'm surprised we didn't see a trickle of jizz come out of his mouth. (laughs) Anyway, so uh, I I almost said Eduardo, uh, but uh, Jarvis does get in. Uh, and he and his family, they do buy five TVs <laughs> and uh, they save $1,400, but they did buy five TVs. So uh, I'm not quite sure how much uh, money that is. I'm not good with math, but apparently neither is Jarvis Johnson. Okay. Well, this is a really low clip. I, I did, this, this one was so much, it was so worth it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I can already see that my attempt but, to boost it didn't work, but just, yeah. uh, just let him explain uh, his understanding of numbers. Okay. I want to say thank you to all my fans. Thank you to all my fans. They said we hit over 30 million views in less than a week. 30 million views in less than a week. And if you if you if you really do the math on that, 30 million a week. Oh my gosh, eight, sixteen, twenty-four, thirty-three. That's almost nine million views a day. Almost. <laughs> do you think, uh, without even trying to do the math yourself, do you think he's close, Eric? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't no. think so. When your when your eyes are that far apart because of fetal alcohol syndrome, <laughs> there's no way you can do appropriate math. That, that's true. Well, look, uh, that that clip was too low. My next clip is too loud. Uh, I need to uh, give credit to Jarvis Johnson because uh, the next year he's able to uh, actually capitalize on some of this viral fame, and uh, I. I think you'll notice uh, some changes right away, Eric. Uh, I'm back. It's your boy Jarvis, Mr. Black Friday in the building. Y'all wonder why my hair is red? Because I'm addicted to Fry's Electronics. But most of all, I'm excited because Fry's is having hundreds of doorbuster deals and great savings via Fry's promo codes. If you don't know what Fry's promo codes are, go to Fry's.com backslash. 
so yeah, so he's telling you to go to Fry's, which is an electronic store, which uh, at least here in LA they've all closed now. But uh, he, so the next year he's like, oh fuck, Best Buy. Fry's has given me money. I'm yes. getting my hair done. Uh, I'm gonna, I'll shill for their website. I'll do everything that I need to. So the Jarvis Johnson story, I think the trajectory is building really well at this point. Okay, yeah, you know things are going better for him. He got some viral fame from being there in Phoenix on Black Friday, and then he gets known as Mr. Black Friday, and he parlays that into an audition for So You Think You Can Dance. Oh, oh my God! Oh, geez, now he's going to be having a back surgery soon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He danced his shoes right off. <laughs> what? He's smacking his own ass. <laughs> Fool. Yes, sir, I am. All day. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he wanted to say something else there, but uh, it, he's the TV. Yeah. Oh, he's wow. like, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't say anything. And I, and I, I don't know who the Tammy Faye Baker wannabe in the middle is. I, I actually, I don't recognize any of these people. I don't know if this is the British. So you think you can dance, but uh, he, he auditions and uh, he at the very least gets a callback. So this is the part in the story where we should probably start to feel really happy for him, right, Eric? Okay, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's see how he does in rehearsals. The stress begins to get to Jarvis and he suddenly collapses. While the rehearsal continues, the paramedics attend to Jarvis. Oh. He needs Eduardo. He needs someone. He needs Eduardo Seaman. Eduardo's lifeblood. Yes. Eventually, he recovers just enough to be helped off stage. Thank goodness it wasn't a heart attack. Uh, I believe I had an asthma attack. I saw this thing a little bit too much for me, but I did it. Though, and I made oh, okay. it. He made it alcohol. He needed alcohol. His system was required. <laughs> he's, needed. he's needed it since the day he was born. Fucking A. Yeah. He was uh he was putting on a, a little bit uh, too much of a show there. Uh, and uh that is uh that that is already a sad enough ending, but uh the fact that uh the final clip I have in the story of Jarvis Johnson is uh him uh speaking to a group of reporters after being arrested. Uh, well, that's that's the kind of ending to the story that I felt like Eric Zane would appreciate. <laughs> oh, um, you know what? I don't have a problem with the police. I don't have a problem with the police. Let me, let, let me get that straight, okay? I don't have a problem with the police department, okay? It's those bad officers that are out there that, that we associate with all the officers, just like in Phoenix. That's where I'm from, from Phoenix, Arizona. There was three officers that forced a man to eat marijuana. Um, Joe Yana, he took swift action. Let those officers go. That's what we want to see. We want to see swift action. I don't have a problem with the police department. Don't get me wrong. I don't have a problem. Yeah, there's some bad officers out there, but that doesn't make all the officers bad. Just like African Americans. We're, um, we're African Americans. Oh, we're, we're African Americans. You know, some of us make mistakes, but that doesn't mean all of us are making mistakes. And so, like, one, one African American got arrested, one African American got let go. You know, so... Yeah, so uh, apparently he and a friend got arrested, and okay. uh, I'm assuming that within his community, he's uh, now known as an Uncle Jarvis because of the fact that uh, oh. his friend stayed in jail. Yes, and he yes. immediately yes. God damn, that is special. And it, the the inability 
uh, to keep his tongue behind his teeth during any S portion of a word is remarkable. I've never <laughs> seen someone fuck up the S sound more than Jarvis. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, I'll I'll uh, I'll I'll uh, betray a little uh, personal uh, personal knowledge. Uh, my my daughter was born with a cleft lip and a cleft palate, and her s's are better than Charles. Yeah, Johnson's. yeah. Well, I mean, well, she has. I mean, obviously, the the there's something that was slowing her down. You're trying to yeah. work through that, but he's not even fucking trying. Well, that story was a bit of a bummer. So I felt like I needed. <laughs> John Doe. No, no, John Doe has a good question. I actually have the answer because I researched it. But I want uh, you to ask the yeah, question. Yeah, John Doe asks, what's the update on that blonde slut reporter? I don't know. I don't know why you're calling her a slut. Jesus. Well, she did hug Jar Jarvis Johnson uh while his man child watched on. So uh, you know, there might have been something to be said for that. Uh she's uh she's a she's a, a local anchor in Connecticut now. Okay. Uh, so and uh, yeah, so she uh, rode that right up to, well, not the number one market, but she could drive to the number one market from where she okay. does. Okay. So that's uh, pretty good. A couple other comments that uh, kind of yes. uh, we glossed over the uh, re <laughs> oh, referring no. to Eduardo. Eduardo is tiny. Tracy Morgan is, <laughs> is excellent. I also like, I, go ahead. I also like, uh, Concerning uh, Jarvis capitalizes on viral fame, immediately murdered by rival drill rap group. Uh, oh uh, boy, lots, yeah. lots of good ones. Thank you. Yeah, well, that was, uh, like I said, it kind of ends in a little bit of a bummer. So what I wanted to do was uh, share something that uh, Eric, you presented me with. Uh, I think this was yesterday. It was apparently uh, November 16th is a really important day, uh, at least for one community. Uh, and it, they're trying to name a bridge after someone. And I, I felt like if there was any way to send you into a long Thanksgiving weekend, uh, it would be this clip right here. It's time to honor Harry Balls, but they're running into some stiff competition, oh, opposition, no. in fact. Now, Balls is the former mayor of Fort Wayne, but the uncomfortable, perhaps even amusing ring of his name has local politicians uncomfortable with naming a building after Harry Balls. But it's head and shoulders ahead in an internet vote, so his great-great-nephew thinks the name should hang on the side of the building. <laughs> oh, I think it's kind of funny. Uh, There's Jim Balls. This is a name the people have voted for. I think the people should have their say. Yeah, no yeah. one has their say. We just want it there because it's Harry Balls. We don't give a fuck about your your relative, what they did. I, I would like there to be naming rights for an arena up for this. You know, it's like, all right, so right. yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go see Aerosmith at Harry Balls. Uh, you want to go along? Yeah, 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 I'll check them out at, at Harry Balls. That uh, yeah, good. I mean, if if Hitler's name was Harry Balls, I would say we need Harry Balls uh, on the side of a bridge just <laughs> because it says Harry Balls. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that is all of our uh, Thanksgiving fun this week, and uh, I, I think that uh, Kelly Riddle is indeed the uh, the high bid, uh, but obviously we want to get through uh, all of our plugs and everything here at the end of the show, and uh, you know we're on an uh, every other week schedule with Hack Ride right now, so that'll be something that uh, some of you will be very thankful for. Uh, personally, I very much enjoyed his Donald Sterling clip last week. Can't wait to see what you do next. 
uh, almighty hack ride. But uh, please leave us a review wherever you review podcasts. Uh, if it's a good one, you'll be read by our, our gal Zia Anderson uh, on an upcoming episode. But remember the rules for reviews on this show that, uh, yes, leave us five stars. But don't shit on both of us in the comments. Just talk about how terrible Eric is and say yeah. how much you like me. I think right. that that's that's what Harry Balls would have wanted, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, you you can also leave us a voicemail. Go to whoarethese.com to find the phone number. Mention it's for WATB. We'll play it here. And while you're there, sign up for their Patreon to get their bonus episodes. Uh, Carl and Blind Mike started something amazing yesterday, which is going through the audiobook of Julia Fox, who, if you don't know who she is, then you'll really wonder why her audiobook is 10 and a half hours. Uh, and uh, that's the kind of content that uh, I give Carl five bucks for. And by the way, I also give uh, Blind Mike five bucks a month, too. So uh, keep uh, both of them in, in your thoughts and in your hearts. And They're your- not dying, Jesus, in their thoughts. Come on. They're not on. They don't have their show on Thursday. Uh, but uh, Eric, where can everyone find you? Uh, wherever you download shows, Eric Zane Show podcast is free. The audio and the video is available on Twitch. I do it live Monday through Friday. I'm one of those guys. 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern time. I'm on Twitch. Also have a Patreon with a ton of content, which you can sign up for for free. Okay, seven days free on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I'm on all the fucking social media. I've got a website, ericzaneshow.com. It's all there. Just search my name and you'll find it. And make sure to use the promo code Harry Balls. Uh, Harry Balls, yes. Harry Balls. Uh, my personal podcast, The Blackcast, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. Uh, you can find that where you find podcasts and on social media. I'm at Christian DMZ. The Blackcast also has a YouTube channel. Um, I think that's it. So uh, it is closing time and everybody knows how these work. So uh, I, I guess that uh, the way that this works, the reason that this becomes so clippable, I <laughs> hopefully there'll be a little highlight reel of these that uh, someone will put together. It's closing time. So remember, every hot mic is a hot mic. And Hitler did nothing wrong. I, Christian Blatt, stand by this statement. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.